Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside, happy Tuesday, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hey buddy. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should Nix, be. yo. Let me stop all of you jerks right off the bat. Why everything, not us? My everything, ass. everything is fine. Nix, yo. We split. I'll see you at MSG. <laughs> I was not real happy that Tibbs had the starters in late so Julius Randle <laughs> could go in for a dunk and fall on his butt yeah. and have to come out of the game. Why the hell is he in a 20-point game with two minutes left to Tibbs, go? Yo. What the hell is Tibbs doing? There's a what lesson is to be doing? learned there. But, you got to play hard for 48. Yeah, but, There's no slacking. But, There's no minutes but, off. Stop, we stop, bust stop, our ass stop, all the stop, way through. Stop. stop. Don't, don't give me your fake outrage on the Knicks. You just want to make fun of the Knicks. I'm the guy oh, no, for was, outrage was, on the that Knicks. That was me being I'm Tibbs. the guy for outrage. I'm the danger. I'm the danger. Everything is fine. I will see you at MSG for game three. Good luck, Spider Mitchell. Oh, suddenly, yeah, guess what? Emmanuel Quickly's going for 50. Watch what happens at MSG. Hey, it's hey, like that hey. Bravo Andy Cohen show. Watch what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Levert. <laughs> 
and not the uh, not the, the singer. musician. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. No. Going for twenty four off the bench. Yeah, no, that was yeah. To- tonight was uh, tonight Smoking. was not a good night. The Knicks. I, I and and I, this is one of those stats just blow you away. I think the Cavaliers in the in the in the second quarter had nineteen points off of like like like. like 10 Knicks turnover, some crazy number like that. It was just, this was just not the Knicks night, right? But you, you know, know what? what? That's the thing, it's though, okay. right? Wasn't you you walk night. away and you'd rather get blown out than, than squeak one out. And now you can, well, even, but Tibbs had everybody still playing. So it's yeah. not like they got to rest. Yes. Why are they all in the game? Why <laughs> like in theory, the this is what you would want. <laughs> yeah, look, th- this is a blowout game. Look, the, the Cavaliers played well. They won. Garland had 32. He was huge tonight. Yeah, and, and Levert had 24 off the bench. Look, they, they the Cavaliers are a good team. They, you know, they won 50 games. They certainly have the right to win a game at home. All right, I'm going to tell you. They, they have certainly the right have the right to win, to win one, game, one at game at home. Yes, they Look have the right you. to win one game at home. Right, so How that's magnanimous fine. of you. But I really, I really am sitting there going, I really, and I'm like, why, why is Julius Randle? It's a 20-point game. There's two minutes left to go, and Julius Randle gets loose down the floor for a breakaway dunk. Next, yeah. Except, except Jared Allen decides, I'm going to go up and challenge it. Tell Allen. Tell Allen. Tell and uh, I'm going to go up and challenge it, and things get a little weird, and Julius Randle comes down out of control right on his back, takes a little bit to get up. He does hit the free throw. He was walking around fine, but then right afterwards, they took him out of the game, took him to the locker room, and I'm just sitting here going, you know, I just tweeted out. I just tweeted out. See you at MSG. Everything is fine. And then Julius Randle, the breakaway dunk. I'm going, why is this happening? Why is Julius Randle still in the game? Why is he in the game? Why, why is anybody playing any minutes in the game? Why? Why is Jared Jeffries not in the game, right? Why is Steve Novak not in the game? Why are these guys not? Why is Melo not in the game at this point? Where was Allen Houston? We have, we have, I would have gone for Allen Houston in this game. Let's go. Why was Chris Childs not in the game? Where are, where are all of these players, right? Why, 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 why is Julius Randle in the game at two minutes to go and you're down 20? Because you know it's not just about, hey, these guys are in the game and, it's, and, it's, and it, you're down 20. Okay, we're playing out the last couple minutes. You know the last couple minutes of blowouts get chippy on both sides because mm-hmm. a team is frustrated from getting blown out and a team is feeling chesty from winning by 20 points and things get out of control that's why the last take, take your guys out take your starters out what do you what do you think if, if they had the mtv rock and jock hooper you could hit a 20 and get back okay then i understand but what what, what is tom timido doing i don't understand i just why, why is He's julius playing Randall the, in the character game? i know i played the character jason i mean this is no surprise it should be it comes no shock to you whatsoever that this is what he does in, in a situation where it was clear, throw the damn towel and go back to New York where everybody's complaining about ticket prices, supply and demand, people. Basic economic principles, look it up. But the, the idea that Thibodeau did this, no. It, it's completely in why you watch Chicago Bulls team after Chicago Bulls team burn out in April and, and maybe eke into the playoffs only to have nothing left or to have guys suddenly hobbled at the end because the minutes have all piled up uh, and heavy load minutes. And so for the Knicks, this this is completely on script that you would have the situation. Now, Allen going going to Randall, uh, we, we want to get the backstory. This is the behind-the-music kind of moment of, why, why are you still challenging? No free buckets. Did they have a, a bet that they'd be able to keep him to 90 or lower? 
because I know there's no tacos or sandwiches or anything when you go no, to that, 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 that level of ineptitude. I think they take food away from you if that happens. Forget about the I think the you have to pay spread. back in. Yeah, yeah you, 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 I need more money if you want your post-game spread now. Forget about free tacos. I'm taking stuff away from you. The $25 a day you get in meal money, now I'm taking that all back now. Dan Gilbert makes you take out a mortgage. <laughs> That's it. Oh, 107 to 90 yeah. is the What final. was the score? 107 to 90. What? And really, I don't. 20-point I don't, burial but, at half. But, you know, it doesn't matter. We won the game we needed to win. Again, yeah, that was the only one the you're going to win. The Cavaliers, are, they have the right to win one game at home. It's fine. It's everything. As long as Julius Randle is fine, everything is fine. Everything. See you at MSG. It's going to be 3 1 Knicks. That's right. I'll tell you right it's, now. It's only one, it's it's only one, one game, right? It's going to be 3 1 Knicks after, after going back to Cleveland for the closer. Yeah, you, you. You, you happy? You happy? Now that's how it's going to go. You that's couldn't be going. more wrong. That's where we're going. Mike, he but says I, he's a diehard Knicks fan, right? Yeah. I don't see him offering Julius Randle his arm yet. No, that's right. Oh, if he needs my arm, I give it to him. Yeah, you yeah, I, I it give off? it to him. Sure. Yeah, we're going well, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, let's if, let's well, hang on. I got a saw. No, no. Let's be real. <laughs> the first thing I would do is give him my dad's limbs because my dad's older than I am, and he's had them for longer. So my dad's limbs yeah, those first, aren't going to be any good. than mine. How's uh, your no, dad dad's supposed my, to get to a Yankee game? Uh, no, my dad's still wiry. My dad's still wiry. He can wiry. move a little bit. Yeah, yeah. How's yeah, he dad's supposed to throw out the first pitch without an arm? No, my dad. My dad, honestly, my dad has. Here's the thing. My dad, he doesn't have huge hands. He has huge fingers. His the fingernails on his thumb have to be about three inches wide. It's amazing. My dad I said, Dad, what kind of pitches could you throw when you were a kid? Your thumb. I'm reading his like thumbnail is like three inches wide. I'm like, Dad, you might have been able to throw some kind of uh, you know fork ball or corkscrew pitch, whatever it was. My dad's hands are huge. He palmed the basketball and he all oh, his fingers are just wide. Yeah, no, no. You'd want my dad. You don't want my panda bear hands unless you absolutely have to have them. No, so that's what I mean, but I mean they're soft because they haven't done a, an honest day's work ever. Yeah, what do you mean honest days were? I, I'm you do the same exact bleeping thing I do, jerk. Okay, and I do so much more work than you do because I put so much more energy into my teams and making them play well than you ever do. Jerk so ass. you just how'd that just work stop. out today? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Where's your team? Where's your team? See, oh. you didn't work. Hard. You know what? You didn't work hard enough. You didn't work as a fan. You did not work hard enough. Stop balls. Tell me what time the Bulls game is tomorrow. Tell me what time the Bulls play. What oh, time no, do they play? They're long done and Bulls. they deserve to be. Wait, wait, Bulls. who was it? a lot of talent wait. and uh, <laughs> slackardly behaviors. Who was it not too long ago that was blaming the fans for not doing their – who was it that said the fans didn't uh, – haven't been doing their job? Oh, who was it we talked right. about that? Who was it that said that the fans haven't been doing their job? Because that's you. You've not been doing your job. No, sorry, I, really. Yeah, I, I've, I've been carrying them so many years. Eventually, your body breaks down. I mean, look at my team. Look, the Knicks are in the playoffs. The Mets are in the playoffs last year. The Jets are getting Aaron Rodgers. Syracuse has got people coming from the transfer portal. No, I'm doing my job. You're not doing anything. You're not well, doing, you you got to be careful, though, because when You're you try nothing. to motivate guys, like calling call them West Brick or something like that, they <laughs> might come into your suite and come get you. You are so... <laughs> Things like that. No, like I'll take it, but you know it's been a long, hard road with uh, both of our teams. Yeah, and it requires a very strong back with the mm-hmm. the uh, inadequacies of pretty much every squad that we've had uh, running that we cheer for. It's really, the- really tough road. Hey guys, it was Justin Fields. 
Yeah, oh, that's right. That's it true. was Justin Fields. That's right. It was yeah. Justin Fields. Yes, Justin Fields. The fans haven't been doing enough. Yeah. I did. I did my best way. for him. Not and then today it was all about Justin Fields versus yeah. Davis Mills numbers. <laughs> so it had everybody head exploding. Uh. So all all those good things. But you know, to take it back to brass tacks, uh, you are correct. You did get your split. So even though it's a blowout. Again, you wish they weren't in the game in the final minutes to let anything potentially chaotic happen. But it's it's only one game. And in the end, the Knicks were out of this long enough where I didn't have to worry about stressing about what boy, what what do you watch? The Knicks or the Mets? No, no, no. The Knicks no. cleared the decks for the Mets Dodgers. They no, this completely was, this cleared was the good decks for, for the your Mets. Psyche. All good. All Happy good. Happy Kershaw Day, buddy. All good. Everybody. Look, the, he's even, going for win 200, right? Even even the Yankees got out of the way for the Mets. I mean, win everybody got out of the way for the Mets tonight. It's, it's working out pretty good right now. And now I got Zubach getting after it. <laughs> Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, yes, the other two games of the NBA tonight, Boston, another big win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Atlanta 119-106 so far. They have completely outclassed the Hawks in this series and the Clippers and the Suns right now early in the first quarter, 11-11. And so far, Russell Westbrook, uh, I don't believe has had any interferences with fans. I not think yet. that's been not yet. I mean, it's early. I mean, it's, re- it's really early, but he has not had any instances where he's gone after a fan yet, so I think we're okay. Well, does he? can he do a full Draymond at any point? Where he really oh, tries man. to incite a full fan base, like we talked about, like it was a wrestling pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By God, they'll yeah. be on the desert. Yeah, Westbrook, Westbrook last night was like, oh, Westbrook like after Sunday was like, man, they're going to be talking about me a lot yeah. now. My big play at the yeah. end of the game, my thing with a fan, they're going to talk about me for three days. And Draymond Green said, hey, watch this. Oh, nobody's there. Now what is Westbrook going to do to gain the headlines back? I mean, yeah. Draymond, that was a pretty big deal last night, stomping on Sabonis and yelling at the crowd like he's a WWE wrestler. Oh, yeah. How, how does Westbrook get it back tonight? I don't know. It's going to be pretty tough. Yeah, we got pretty that. We got Scott Foster in the building to referee this game. and Yeah. Uh, he trended all day long. You know, honestly, yeah, NBA like, just, just trolling people. Just, just for just for. Isn't a he undefeated against Chris Paul? He yeah. is. He is. He he actually held up the Larry O'Brien Trophy the last time. He's when, the undisputed when, when he heavyweight champion. He's, He's putting the belts on the line tonight. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> he's putting the belt on the line. Um, honestly, so seriously, seriously, how does the NBA? continue to send Scott Foster to, to Chris Paul. I mean, really, you don't have to not send him. You know, obviously you don't want to make it look like, okay, well, this is going on, so we're not sending an official here. We're not sending an official. How about you just don't send him for a playoff games? How about you can send him during the regular. How about you just don't send him during playoff games? When you obviously know there is something going on when a guy's record, when a certain person officiates, their team loses all the time. How do you still do that? Two How and do you still 17 do that? straight up. Two and seventeen against the spread with Foster officiating his playoffs. I mean, do, I mean, really? I mean, do, don't you want KD in the playoffs a little bit longer? I mean, really, you really want Kawhi? You really want the? I, I, I don't understand how they keep sending him. I really don't. I mean, I know because the league knows who they're sending. They absolutely know. Hey, we know who's going where and what and what kind of game we want officiated because of what happened the night before. They know who they're sending. I, I just can't believe that it's it's gotten to the point where it, it, they're sending him and it's just everybody shrugs their shoulders. Scholes says, "Okay, let's see what happens here, buddy. It's Adam Silver. Oh man, I'll what tell else you. does he do but shrug his shoulders? Uh, t- yeah, you're right. You're right." 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We had the big breaking news that came in a few minutes ago, brought to us by Isaac Lowenkron. The NBA has made their decision on Draymond Green. They are suspending him for Game 3 of the playoffs for stepping on the chest of Sacramento's DeMontis Sabonis in Game 2. The NBA is saying the suspension was based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. And as you heard, Jim Jackson, friend of the show, describing it last night on TNT. Yeah, this is pretty blatant by Draymond. Now watch the end of this play. As he goes out, watch him grab Draymond right there. Now, that right there is where the foul came in. So he grabs Draymond's leg right there. Now Draymond steps on him. 
showing the video. Oh, I can't believe that. Yeah, uh, TNT on the call. I Look, last night we talked about this, you and I, and I said you have to give him a game at least, maybe more, but you have to give him a game. You can't let this go. Players rally to Draymond's defense. But you can't let a guy foot stomp somebody. And, and, and you know, you talked about his Adam Silver. And look, we, we know he's spineless, and he doesn't want to do anything he doesn't, he doesn't have to yeah, do. Yeah, I'm shocked. And, you know, we got the report from Shams Tarani that it looked like there was no discipline. Well, Shams for... was wrong. I can never no, trust Shams him again. He's, no, done. again. he's done. Now. He's, he's done. done. He's done. He's been wooed by these Shams, and he's lost his edge. He's is, done. Is he, is he on your never again list? Like, like a, Yeah, he, he goes to the never again. I now have a set. I got to have a second or a third checkmark, uh, real checkmark source. Now, I can't trust Shams because he let me down here. Oh, the doe-eyed things and bat in the eyes, and, and he was led astray. Bad information, Shams. You failed us. Uh, so now they did it. They suspended him, and this is the absolute right call. Um, I, I can't even tell you how I, – I, being proud is a weird word because I feel like he's my no, son. No, no, you take the hey, victory I'm so lap. proud of Adam Silver. You, 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 bullied, Adam Silver. you bullied him into that courtroom. <laughs> I, made, I made him make that decision. I called you spineless an hour ago. No, you, but you you're, had you're to giving the Kevin Bacon speech and a few good men. <laughs> Don't look at him. Look at me. How? 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 <laughs> Uh, but he had to. He had no choice. Can you imagine what the fallout would have been if Draymond Green gets to foot stomp a player and doesn't have to get to get a suspension? Forget for a second. We'll, we'll get into the part about Draymond Green's history and, and this sure. being Draymond the player. And that, that's the large. That's the larger yeah, part. To but it. Yeah. But le- le- let's deal with this part. Is that this is you're talking about game two of the playoffs. And if you let this go, forget about Draymond for a second. Let's just say it wasn't Draymond. Let's say it was Julius Randle. Or let's say Julius Randle foot stomped Tom Thibodeau for leaving him in the game in the final two minutes almost getting hurt. <laughs> let's say it was somebody else. You would still have to suspend that player because you don't want the playoffs to get out of control. Because if players say, oh, well, that foot stomp worked, what's the next one? Right? You, you, okay, they're, they're not going to call this. I could do this. I could do this. Play gets really chippy. Then guys get injured. You have to be able to, to be uh, to. You have to be able to show in the beginning. Hey, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. So now the rest of the playoffs, maybe it doesn't get as out of control because it would have gotten out of control if Draymond Green didn't get suspended. And who knows what would have happened in Game Three? You're talking about the Kings. Are they going to take revenge into their own hands? Oh, you didn't take care of Draymond. We'll do it on the court. Well, don't worry about it. You couldn't do it. We'll do it right here for you. Don't worry. And then things get really, really bad. So from that perspective, you, you, you had to do it. There, there was no choice of, of, of not doing it. And I'm glad he found yeah. his spine. I mean, it was in a drawer somewhere or he had it buried in the backyard. I don't know. But Adam Silver found his spine, stuck that spine in his body, standing up straight going, hey, Draymond, how about you take a game? I'm proud of him. It's like I, like I shepherd him to this, Mike. I feel proud about that. Yeah, no, good job by you. I mean, my opening rant to this when we started the show, I mean, I mean, I'm wrong because I believe Shams. Shams confirmed what I thought. And, and well, now it's all gone to hell. Exactly. Again, bad job by him. Uh, but I, I thought, given his history 
And given the league's history and the gravitas uh, of where we're at and down 2-0, uh, all eyes now on the Sacramento Kings, who we were talking about for a very long time on this show, how much fun they were to watch and what De'Aaron Fox and those guys were cooking up, uh, Murray, the, the rookie out of Iowa and all that stuff, uh, that, that you had a fun squad to watch. And, and all of a sudden they're giving the, the Warriors everything they can handle and then some. Uh, what's curious now, though, is you, you still have a a series that you really need to change how you're officiating, right? Because they let them get after it quite a bit the last couple of games. Steve Kerr, even in the post game, as he did everything he could to avoid uh, answering anything about Draymond Green directly, was talking about the physicality of play, and that's and that's certainly the reality, right? As we were watching it, uh, a lot of work inside the paint uh, and physicality and clutching of jerseys and all those other things. So it'll be curious to see how it's officiated for game three uh, and no Draymond Green there in theory takes a little bit, releases that pressure valve a bit, uh, but the the curiosity is there and Adam Silver making this huge statement. I, I'm still like Jason Bateman in dodgeball. I'm shocked. Oh, I'll tell you, look at that. I'm so proud. I'm, I'm all I, disheveled I, just yeah. like him. I'm shocked. Maybe I just do feel proud. Maybe I just do feel proud. Look, look oh, at yeah, Adam no, no. Silver You should do some peacocking and order a bit that, man. I feel like I made part. Now Draymond hates me. I'm never going to be on his podcast he's never going to have me his on. award-winning iHeartRadio so podcast so mad uh so no. draymond green gets a one game suspension he will miss game three against the kings be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific draymond green the news that came in about 25 minutes ago has been suspended for game three of the Warrior series with the Kings for this play from game two late in the fourth quarter. Now watch the end of this play. As he goes out, watch him grab Draymond right there. Now that right there is where the foul came in. So he grabs Draymond's leg right there. Now Draymond steps on him. Jim Jackson on TNT with the call. A foot stomp, more so steps on him. A foot stomp of DeMontis Sabonis. He gets the flagrant two. He gets ejected. He stands up on the on the seats and starts yelling at the crowd, not helping his case. For right in front of Adam avoid, Silver, yep, by the way. Trying to avoid a suspension, not helping himself. Uh, and after the game, no responsibility for it. Basically said, yeah, what do you expect when you're grabbing my ankle? Take a listen. Can you just walk us through what happened there? My leg got grabbed. Second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I got to land my foot somewhere. And I'm not the most flexible person, so it's not stretching that far. So you didn't really see where you were stepping? You just kind of- I, I can only step so far. I'm pulling my leg away. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, so what happened? Right. My leg got grabbed second time in two nights. Referees don't call it. But I just put my foot down where I could, right? I mean, the, the, the arrogance that he has with describing this. And I, we, last night we told you, you have to suspend him. This is who Draymond is, right? This is who he's been his entire career. And I liked that the fact that, that the NBA said part of the reason to suspend him was because of the pattern of plays he has had like this throughout his career. The NBA gets it right. NBA's got it right, and I got even more news for you. I'd like to say that maybe Draymond Green's future as a warrior hinges on Game 3 because if they lose Game 3 and they get swept out of the playoffs, he's gone, but I think that ship has already sailed. I mean, watching last night – 
teams will put up with your antics so far. And when your antics outweigh your contributions, guess what? They're done. And when Draymond Green was was the glue of the Warriors and everybody had his bed, everything he was, he was the policeman of the team and making sure everything went fine. And he's someone that could fill the stat sheet. He was a good he's a good passer, he's a good rebounder, he used to hit threes. He doesn't score anymore. But when Draymond Green you put up with his antics. But now you have a team that can't win on the road and you win very well at home. That's fine, but you're not getting better. And he's due $27 million next year. He's going to be on a new team regardless. And last night was the tipping point. I, I guarantee you, Steve Kerr's walking away from that, walking in going, I, I, I got to tell Bob and Joe, I got, we, we got to get, we, we got to move on. We got to move on. And there's another team that will take him. There's someone who thinks, oh, we, we need great Draymond's toughness, right? That's just what we need. Well, for a be, year. Yeah, and it'll be – right, exactly. It's not going to be for a long-term deal. It's going to be, hey, Draymond for a year, we could use his toughness, and he'll go someplace where it, they're a good team that maybe they feel we're a Draymond short of being able to win a championship. They'll send him somewhere good, and there will be a team that will want him for a year, but he's done in Golden State. I, I Steve Kerr, I, I, he's got to walk around and say, we're – I'm done. If, if he stays, I'm gone. I, I can't take this anymore. You saw the look on Kerr's face when Draymond's standing on the chair yelling at the fans. He walks over and goes, come on, stop, sit down. Come on, stop. And Draymond Green did stop and sit down, but it's like, dude, what are you doing, man? You lo- you com- what, what you did in that moment was you took a time in the game where your team is now fought back to being down four in a game you kind of have to have. You don't want to go down two zip, and you couldn't hold it together. You commit a dirty foul, and then you lose your mind, and you're screaming on the bench, and then after the game you take no responsibility for it, and the team has got to be saying, what the hell, man? We're trying to win this game, and you made this moment all about you, and I had no choice to do it, and my leg was getting grabbed, and you couldn't, you couldn't hold your, you couldn't hold yourself down, and, and not get thrown out, and not help cost us the game, and not rile up that crowd even more, because we got boat raced after that moment happened. After that, the, the energy in the crowd, which was through the roof, was through ten roofs at that point. I, I can't believe the Warriors are going to want anything to do with Draymond after that. You go from the punch earlier this year, where okay, they survived that a little bit with Jordan Poole, but Jordan Poole clearly is much more of a future with the team. He's a younger player, more dynamic at this point than Draymond is. Okay, he kind of survived that, but he doesn't survive this. You're bookending the season with, I punched one of my team, I threw a punch at one of my teammates, and now here I am. I'm, I'm curb stomping a guy, and, and I'm jumping on top of him because uh, he, he grabbed my leg and I couldn't control myself, and now we're losing a game in the playoffs. And I, I don't have any responsibility for it at all, and I am walking away from this going, I can't believe they're going to do this to me. What kind of teammate are you that you're doing that, really? So, yeah, I, I th- this is going to be it for Draymond in, in Golden State. That's it. Yeah, still led them in assists, blocks, and plus-minus uh, from StatMuse, the win percentage this year with Draymond, 56.2, without him at a 333 clip uh, along the way. So certainly the value add still there, and but it becomes the what type of glue are we using? Uh, did you pick the one that could be water-soluble uh, at points? And now we, we have problems uh, going through. So, it, But for Steve Kerr, he's expressed his frustration in the past and certainly yesterday tried to be as diplomatic as he possibly could uh, and give you the there's nothing to see here. I'm going to answer questions about other parts of the game, talk about the physicality of Sacramento and all those things and what Sabonis brings to bear uh, and what you have. But for 
for Draymond, yeah, I mean, there, there'll be another team. You know, there's been a lot of rumors linking him to the Lakers to where suddenly he's Frostburg's best friend and he's walking around with the jersey yelling, we're back, baby! We are! <laughs> so so you got that running around uh, and that like, rumor conjecture speculation. But for for the Warriors, if you're Steph and, and Clay Thompson, you're being tested in a whole different way. And part of the uh, elongated sound clip was Draymond of talking about how this is a new challenge. And, and we chronicled it last night with you know where they are in the playoff series and new territory down 0-2 in the Steph era and all that stuff. But it's it's a curiosity of how this squad responds. Can you get meaningful minutes out of Moody? Uh, and can Jordan Poole be more of the guy that we've seen in the past versus a guy that shrunk away and now is just a cheerleader laughing and joking around yesterday? So that, that part of the equation. But it, it certainly now puts the the Warriors in a in a mode where all right if this turns it makes for a very easy decision because you could still try to ride it down you know it's like you've got a, a tire that's getting flat and damn it you're getting off that exit and you're gonna ride it until it's done till it's on the rim if you have to so you're not in the middle of a freeway uh, speaking from experience uh, and <laughs> that, you, you start to get the the car gets shaky and now it's rattling a bit but you're we're gonna following hold on. Mike Harmon who's trying to drive home on three rims yeah that's kind of <laughs> where we're at yeah you can do the uh, police chase but now now we're talking about the Warriors kind of going down that same road of all right we know we're, we're reaching the end how long can we ride it out before we have to give up and and put the flashers on and wait for the tow truck or AAA to come bail us out. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun humor and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What is clearly the best story of the day, DeMar Hamlin has been cleared to play football once again. And it is an amazing journey for him from where he was late in in last season when you looked like you were watching someone who potentially could die on the field is brought back by the medical staff and is brought to the hospital and the, the rallying around him that was done, the rallying around his toy drive that was done. And DeMar Hamlin has been cleared to play football. Once again, he will resume his career with the Buffalo Bills. Truly amazing stuff, right? How fast this this seems. And I know it, there's a lot of celebration. He was on social media doing some press. And, you know, the, there's the rallying around and, and the celebration of, of the medical staff and everything that, that we've done ever, ever since that first night. And then there's still that tinge of, all right, it, this is good, right? You're, you're pausing and going when he's back on the field. And I know folks were joking about comeback player of the year odds and whatever else uh, coming off of the news. But it's one of those medical triumphs. But at the same time, we, we always have this uneasy uh, affiliation when, when guys have serious injuries and trying to reconcile that when they're back on the field. Does you that know, make sense? No, it does. And, and, and here's the thing. I'll take it a step further is that I get the, I, I understand that what you're going to risk this, you're going to risk your life. You almost died on the field and you're going to risk it. You're going to risk it. But I understand it. Right. Damn. Especially if you're getting a clear if you're getting a clean bill of health. If this was, hey, you're not cleared, then I get it. Right. If it's like, hey, we don't know if you should play again. Well, it's what I do. Right. Like, you know, like Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Dude, if you keep wrestling, you're going to. But it's what I do. If he didn't get a clean bill of health, I understand. You know, but he's got it. And just think about this for a second. Right. Demar Hamlin's kid. He's 25 years old. He has been about football his entire life, which 100%. if you're going to make it in the NFL, Major League Baseball, bat, NBA, you got to be about your sport. 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You have to be about it all the time. And even then, sometimes you're, not, it, you're just not good enough because there's a lot of people that want to do it. This has been your dream to make it to the NFL. Here he is. He's living his dream. He's in the NFL. He's starting for the Bills, who are pretty good. 
and then he has the medical issue and and it's touch and go for a while his life is saved he's back in and you're gonna tell him it's over and no i think a lot of people would say no 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 i'm doing what i can to get back and if i can't get back i can't get back but i'm gonna do what i can and if i can do it I'm going to go play because this is my dream. This is what I want to do. I want to come back and do this. And if you're telling me I'm okay to go play, then I want to go play because this is, this, is this is my entire life, and this is what I've wanted to do with my life. And as long as you tell me I'm okay, I want to go do it. I get, I completely get someone saying, hey, wait, I'm young. This is, I have a very small time in my life to do things athletically before mm-hmm. I have to move on to something else. Very, very short time. I completely get him wanting to do this. Yeah, it, it's just, it reminds me of the conversations we were having with Tua Tungavailoa during the course of the season. Right is really what it comes down to. And again, cleared by doctors and and back out there uh, and all of us that are armchair doctors on the radio and television, sports and otherwise media following this and fans, you know, trying to wrap our arms around it and and our heads around it because we want to see people compete. Right. That's what they like you said, since they were kids, they're living the dream that we all had. uh, And you want to see them bring it to, you know, it's it's a natural finish, uh, as it were. So I I, I don't think anybody could possibly ever root against the story and and hope that we have a happy, healthy return to the field. And he becomes the player that he was starting to show us before the injury, uh, before that medical uh, situation that we chronicled here on Fox Sports Radio. Just uh, a huge moment, though. Uh, and I think for the NFL and, and for all medical professionals, one of those where you, you do the fist pump because what you did, your training all came in and it worked. Unbelievable story. Best story of the day. DeMar Hamlin's going to get to play football. We're going to see him on the field. It is fantastic. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. MLB Network reporter and insider. He's on the call tomorrow on MLB Network's big game between the Yankees and the Angels. It is John Paul Morosi. JP, what's happening, buddy? I am doing outstanding, my friends. And, yes, Clayton Kershaw, uh, I, I love this, that when, when he's on the verge of achieving something and I look at his baseball reference page, you know how for the greats, when you lead your league or lead the major leagues, the, the, it's, it's bold type on, on your line in your category. Mm-hmm. His entire statistical page is like one big, bold type. <laughs> it's like I made a mistake on my word processor, like I often do, and I put everything in bold, and I have to go back and change the font again. But in the case of Clayton... It's all bold. The whole page is bold. And, uh, yes, when, to me, it's, it's not just win number 200 coming up potentially, but it's what his winning percentage is. <laughs> he hasn't even lost 100 games. It's, it's extraordinary. An ERA of 2.49, best among all active pitchers with, with that number of, of innings pitched. It's just an amazing career, and it, it gets better. And it really, I think that the Dodgers and Clayton, I give them both credit because I think they've really understood how to, to get the most out of him, and he does himself. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool to see his age 35 season, major league season, number 16. 
JP, as we, we look at this squad and, and the Kershaw milestone, Jason and I were looking at the, the all-time wins leader. You only got like three more guys that have anywhere to sniff 200 wins, whereas, right. you know, we're old enough to remember the greatness of 300 and Sutton and Seaver and, and those guys, uh, Maddox, uh, down down towards the end. Uh, now it's, it's rarefied air to get where we are based on specialization and the ability to stay healthy. The fact that Kershaw's gotten here and battled to this point, just such a huge deal in baseball at this point in the game's history. No, it is. And as, as a Hall of Fame voter, I have to think about my standards and how they evolve over time. And obviously, in the case of Clayton, he's slam dunk in. Verlander is a slam dunk in. But then you start to wonder, for this generation of pitcher, is Wainwright a yes? And for me, he is. Is CC a yes? For me, he is. How about Granke? I think he probably is, too. Uh, that's, that's where I'm at right now. And, and maybe not everybody's going to agree with me, but, but we cannot hold the pitchers of today to the standards of yesterday. It's, just, it's a different sport, the way that everything is, is handled, adjudicated, all the different rules. And, and, and this year, we might be at the, at the brink or already in, to a, a different chapter where, where basically because of the new playing rules, we might have further changes to, to the way that we view candidates going forward. But I really think you have to consider the era in which Clayton played. Obviously, the majority of it was played in the pre-pitch timer era. Um, and, and yet, with, with all the things he's been able to do, all the innings he's pitched, all the awards he's accumulated, uh, he is he's extraordinary. I, I go back and, and reflect on this for a moment. When Clayton showed up, his his chief rival, as both of you recall, in the division was was Tim Lincecum, and and it just it just proves that in the case of Lincecum, he was arguably the best show in baseball for a couple of years, but the durability wasn't there, and so for Clayton to keep coming back, he's dealt with injuries, but for him to keep coming back just speaks to his greatness and why he's a clear Hall of Famer. All right, now I have a now you're and I'm going to ask you this, and you're going to ask your friends tomorrow. Proud Michigander you are, John yes. Paul Morosi. Ready for this? Okay, you got it. What is higher, Clayton Kershaw's career winning percentage, okay, or Jim Harbaugh's career winning percentage as a college football coach? Who has mm. the higher winning percentage? Mm. I think the answer on that is Harbaugh. Clayton Kershaw. 693. Jim Harbaugh, 691. Kershaw's wow. got him by two. So close. I thought, mm. I, I thought that you were going to, and I'm at least proud that I was in the same neighborhood there. I, I thought that you were going to reference the state of Michigan and somehow open up a, a Draymond Green conversation. So true, <laughs> true story. True okay. story. Okay. So, um, I have, as you guys know, not watched a ton of the sports that I don't cover on a regular basis. And so when I saw all these headlines today, I was, uh, I, I was logging into, into the Internet you know, to, to check all my stuff, and, and I, uh, I, I saw the headline about Sabonis. And I said, wow. I said, I, I know it's been a while since I covered the NBA. You know, watch it carefully, but but is is Arvidas Sabonis really still playing? Like, is he how really great still would that be? <laughs> and so I said that now that would be quite a story if he was. 
And so I, I, I did some, some Googling and realized, oh, it's his son. So that, that's, that's how, like, literally the NBA has sort of lapped the field in my mind where I, I'm now fully caught back up to where my knowledge of the league was in the, in the 1990s to where I'm, I'm good now. I'm, I'm all the way back to the beginning. But I, I, I love his story. Now I've, I've found, I found that the, that the younger Sabonis multiple-time all-star. And, um, and yeah, uh, so, so I, I, lear- I learned something something mm-hmm. through the controversy of of the time still represents lithuania uh internationally even though he's born in, in portland so a pretty cool story there how about that you know we like to run a thing on the show jp where we say okay when the next time you see the cleveland guardians in the playoffs i guarantee you half the fans watching think kenny lofton is still playing center field That's half the true. fans are going to expect to see kenny lofton That's in center. kenny lofton is still there what's he 35 36 kenny lofton is still there <laughs> sure the, the, the ageless Kenny Lofton, who I have advocated for at different times on the Veterans Committee ballot, uh, so far to no avail. But I, I digress. Also a very good college basketball player, as you both know. All right, ready, ready for this one? This is how I'm going to tie these together. Would a foot it. stomp to the chest constitute a hard reset to get Juan Soto to hit the ball again? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that was that was a uh, I, I I do I do believe that was a suspendable offense on the on the, on the Draymond uh, and they part. did but just yeah just by just by having watched it just just I said eh, that probably warrants a suspension but here's so here's the thing about about Soto uh, you're right puzzling start to the year for him I, I wonder if once Tatis shows up it just gets everybody locked in. And, you know, of course, Tatis is going to make his season debut on Thursday, and it's going to be a lot of a lot of attention on him. He, right now in the minor leagues, he played eight games, Tatis did, and homered in seven of them. Yeah. Uh, almost a, a homer a game. And, and so I, I, I think that with Soto, you've got him playing left field, so he's first full season with a new team. He's playing a new position. The guy who's who he is moving on behalf of hasn't even shown up yet because of a PED suspension. They've had four different right fielders. So when you add up all these elements, I think you understand why Soto's had a bit of a slow start to the year. I think he will hit. I do. There are certainly a lot of other players who who have gotten off to some, to some slow starts here and there. So I'm not going to single out Soto necessarily and, and the Padres in general I, I think that they've got a pretty good foundation right now Bogarts has been phenomenal in his in his mm-hmm. early uh, early time there you know it's interesting to me you look around and there are some players who in their first years are, are thriving and, and I think you look at Pablo Lopez earned himself a contract with with Minnesota Bogarts thriving Dansby Swanson thriving. The Cubs are a team that I think are not getting enough credit. The D-backs are a better team than people realize. So we got a lot of great stories. Yeah, I, I think Soto's going to get it figured out, but I, I agree. A bit of a vexing start for the, uh, for the multiple-time All-Star. All right, now, from one story to the story in baseball, you know, you're on the call tomorrow night of the Yankees and the Angels, and tonight we saw Shohei Otani go deep again, a big line drive home run, and, you know, seeing him play in the Bronx, you just start thinking about 
when are we going to see him on a bigger stage? And, you know, we've had the conversation, no more pressure on any team in baseball in the first half of the season than the Angels to be able to justify keeping him for some kind of pennant drive and not have to trade him away. But if I said to you this, JP, right now, here we are sitting, you know, middle of April, there's still long baseball to be played. If I said to you, by the, if, if the Angels fall out of contention, by the trade deadline, Shohei Otani is playing for blank. And if you say the Mets, that's fine. If you say the Mets, right. that's fine, because I think they're one of the favorites. I want to let you know it's a safe space for you to say that on the show. If you want to say somebody else, it'll be your last appearance. So who do you think Shohei Otani is going to be playing for when we get you to the got it. line? I, I actually <laughs> think the Mets, the Mets, okay, let's say this here. They've got a legitimate claim if the Angels fall out of it. I, I think that the Mets farm system is good and uh, at least good enough. And we know ownership will do anything it takes to bring in the players to, to make this happen. And and this is where it's just so interesting for us to, to wonder, does Steve Cohen have a limit? Because if he doesn't, then then certainly we'll say this. Financially, it's before the extension kicks in, it's not at all – a prohibitive sum of money. I mean, this is for a player of his caliber, arbitration, salary, this is manageable. He He's just so unique and so great, and Steve Cohen is so aggressive, and, and the rotation admittedly has some concerns. You know, Verlander hasn't started a game yet this regular season. Quintana is out for the medium long-term potentially. Carrasco just went on the IL again today. So the question is, do the Mets need pitching help? The answer is yes. And is it possible that a generational stars going to be out there and available? Yes, it is. And so everything there is about Steve Cohen's DNA and the way that he's handled things uh, and the, the way the Mets have handled things since he's taken over the club, I think just speaks to exactly that approach. So I would fully expect the Mets to be heavily involved in, in the Otani sweepstakes. And I think, Jason, I'm not just saying this because we're friends, I think the Mets have as good of a chance to get them this year in season as any other team. Now, offseason might be a different conversation. I, I thought it was really interesting going back, and actually I read some of Jeff Fletcher's book uh, again about uh, about the courtship of Otani, and it's so interesting that one of the main reasons why he chose the Angels, of course, was because they had the, the DH there at the time. And if that had not been the case, would he have become a Dodger or a Padre or a Giant? There's a lot of different possibilities out there, but I, I think that his, his free agency is going to be so different than what the initial round was when he came over that uh, it's going to be a whole different book a whole different chapter, and uh, I cannot wait to see what happens between now and sometime probably in January. I will say this. I really like that the Yankees are capturing all revenue by having those kanji jerseys available for sale in the club shop uh, as you get to the stadium, JP. So that, there, there that's, you go. Really well, uh, that's a good move it, there. It is all about marketing, growing the game. I was in London last weekend for a, for a family trip. And sure enough, I was in a tube. I was in the, the, the underground, and there was the ad for the Cubs and Cardinals London series. So it's all about the, uh, as they would say over there, I believe, the advertisement. And uh, it, it was very compelling when I, when I saw it. 
Well, you went and saw some soccer too, right? Not to belabor uh, yeah, I on the road with the John Morosi, but yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I went to the Chelsea game. I'd never been to a Premier League game before. It was awesome to see uh, Stamford Bridge. The home side not really having a good run of form here of late, but uh, when you get a chance to see a game at the equivalent of a of a Fenway or Wrigley of of, of your sport, you do it. And so it was just a, a wonderful experience. The fans there were great. Uh, organization was great, so just a really fun experience for the whole family. Yeah, they oh. lost 2-0 today, too, in case you mm. missed that. I know, they lost 2-0. I, I mean, I, they have not had a very good <laughs> run of form since I've showed up. So I, I, I don't know that they're going to blame me, but they probably could. You can follow him on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network Insider, Fox Sports Radio Insider. Check him out on the call tomorrow night, Yankees and the Angels on MLB Network. JP, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks for making the time and uh, enjoy this great time of year for sports. All right, there goes John Morosi. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.